Welcome to the Native Diamond Podcast. Oh shit! What you waiting for? What the fuck is up, everyone? Seth Mc here, back at it again with a new podcast episode, and today the featured guest is Salt Wound. Okay, they are NorCal Violence. Okay, beat down at its finest. I actually am a huge fan of them. They've had a lot of success in their short amount of time as a band. It's very interesting because I see them pop up all the time, all over TikTok, all over Instagram. They're always like a recommended new beatdown style band. Okay, what kind of caught my attention was Spencer was wearing a Knocked Loose hoodie. And Knocked Loose is like one of my favorite bands. So I knew that, hey, I was probably going to like what they were all about. So anyway, if you have a super dope band and you want to get on the show or feature some music, hey, send that email in, okay? My email address for the podcast is nativediamondmusic at gmail.com. That's where you can send in all your submissions. So if you don't want to miss out, hey, shoot your shot there and we'll see what we can do for you. But anyway, hope you guys have been doing well. Of course, I've been doing the best I fucking can (laughs) possibly at the moment. Some of you have some seasonal depression setting in or maybe this is like the best time of the year for you. You're getting ready for vacation, looking forward to going and traveling again. Looking forward to shows starting to pop up again. Get back to normal in a sense. That's all anyone can really ask for right now. I'm not going to stall any longer. I just hope you guys have been doing well. Make sure you stick around because we're going to play some Salt Wound in the mid-roll, okay? They are this week's hidden gem, of course, because they are the featured guest. And at the very end, we'll roll some more music. So we're going to have a lot of fun listening to this conversation and listening to some music. Thanks again, guys, for tuning in. Stick around. What's up, everyone? Seth Mike here. Welcome to Native Diamond Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, as always. And today, we're hanging out with the powerful Salt Wound is in the house, Spencer, Sean, and Grant. What's going on, dudes? What's up, Seth? How's it going? So much. I fucking love that you guys are here. I've been plugging you guys for the past, like I mentioned, three episodes to you guys before the episode. But, dude, I'm a huge fan of the band. I can't. I can't express to you how much I like you guys. I, I listen to the band like all the time. Um, you guys are kind of new to the scene ish, right? Um, as far as being a band. So you guys said you started in like 2019 ish. Yeah. Yeah. We started, uh, started about two years ago around this week. And then um, we announced the band like September, 2019. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cause um, I wanted to mention that because you guys have had, 
extremely good success in my opinion as far as like releasing music to how much streams you have now like that's pretty fucking insane that you guys are like have the numbers that you do in the short period of time in my opinion thanks yeah we thank you yeah 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 honestly yeah. as you said it pretty much like we definitely didn't expect it um yeah we uh we dropped this ep and you know we were kind of staying like i mean when we first announced the band and the first single revenant and music and everything like it, it shot up a lot higher than like our previous projects had so that was already kind of like initially like wow this is really cool like you know like the first time we kind of climbed to this level um and then as soon as you dropped the ep it was like i look at like our spotify streams and it was like you know kind of going like this and then mm -hmm. this, like the day after the ep dropped it went <laughs> the fuck up and i was like what the it was hell is so happening right now yeah it was so mind blowing. I mean, to be fair, like, I think at this point, I don't know if I'm speaking for all of us, but for at least me, um, I had been doing music for, oh God, like almost 10 years prior to joining up with Salt Wound mm -hmm. and, um, you know, to no success whatsoever, like none. And um, just to see how quickly it's blown up, I'm sitting there, I'm like, like i'm sure i'm trying to stay humble with it and not like mm -hmm. be like braggadocious but uh yeah, yeah. but like i want those numbers to be bigger i think i mean it's happening um it's funny because like every time i hop on tiktok now uh somebody is like you need to listen to like you're you're on that list of like here's bands you need to listen to i see that all the time on tiktok yeah even before we had our own salt wound tiktok i'd go on there on like really on my girlfriends because she had tiktok before i did and i'd like mm -hmm. I'm just going to type in salt wound and see what happens. And then I'm right. like, why are there so many people like <laughs> posting about us? And like, we're on, I think I saw some like five or six different, like top 10 breakdowns of 20 yeah. lists. And I'm like, shout out to Bree boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out to, yeah. That dude fucking reps us a lot. Shout out to yeah. Ambi reacts too. They, they, uh, Brandon, mm -hmm. Ambi reacts. He's the one that I know of has been like pushing us a lot. Like I see him right. posting about us constantly. And like, I think he actually got hardcore keem to check us out which was like Shit. Fucking mm -hmm. moment for me like i don't even care like yeah I don't fuck how cool you are in the scene if hardcore can react to your fucking music you're gonna smile the, like you're gonna just like, love that shit. <laughs> oh you know my my reaction the entire time was <laughs> the entire <laughs> video watching hardcore team go i'm like i'm watching because you just hear fucking yeah <laughs> nah Dude, he's uh, it's oh, funny, dude. Every time it's funny, and that fucking that Bob doll thing is hilarious. Yeah. Like when he, oh my god, oh, man. The fact that he has the hit markers the too, and everything. Like, oh yeah, yeah classic. Yeah, the, first drop, the first drop in Deadway. Classic. You know, it's like when Grant yells the "Yo, fuck you, bitch," and it like drops. Mm -hmm. uh, he like made some inaudible sound and then got up and like, <laughs> punched Bobby in the face this and just coming. like hit markers uh. from, like Call of Duty. I'm like. This is the best thing I've ever seen. This is yeah, the cool. actual EP. Like I was uh, sitting there and I was like, okay, I could die happy now. Hardcore came with like he he takes my shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Shout out Hardcore came. If you're listening, watching, I'll probably clip this, but uh, shout out to you, uh, everyone's favorite reactor in the hardcore community. Oh, he's the goat. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's certified the goat. No one reacts, but I mean, there's like really good reaction videos. Like I'm not mm -hmm. gonna lie, but like. No one does it better than him. No one has the yeah. energy that he does. No one pushes so many unknown bands like he does. Yeah. The hardcore team's the vibe. Yeah, I see him react to bands that, like, I've never heard of. And it's just so funny and, like, engaging his reactions to it that I'm like, I'm going to go check that out. I'm going to go listen to that. I'm going to see how that 
what that is and then you find your favorite band like that that's yeah that's dope i mean i try to serve that but um you know there's a lot of people that do it better than me but you know it's all for fun you know so yeah it is what it is um anyway we're gonna do this you guys ready it's called the hot round and we're gonna ask you either or style questions okay oh wait okay. I, go, I was like oh shit what happened to him oh, sorry, right. I keep getting text messages and i have no idea how to sound so i put it on do not disturb and oh, uh, yeah, i don't want to put it on airplay mode because then i'd be getting boot in the boot so I feel you. yeah i just don't want to lose you all right no, so I'm, I'm still here all right so i'm gonna give you an either or band question just say okay. the first thing that comes to mind and um you know, I don't know. Let's establish an order real quick. How about Spencer, Sean, Grant? We'll just go in that order every time. All right. Cool. All right. First one, Body Snatcher or Gideon? Body Snatcher. Body Snatcher. Oh, my bad. Gideon. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. That I'm glad you guys just popped them off. But um, okay, so why Body Snatcher? Like, why did you choose Body Snatcher and why did you choose Gideon? We'll get around to that. I like, I mean, I've played with Gideon. Um, I, I really like them. I really dig a lot of their music. I think just I could, if I went through their catalog, I could probably pick out more Body Snatcher songs that I know and that I listen to more than Gideon. Like Gideon, I probably know maybe like off the top of my head, I could name like four songs by them. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to a lot of their stuff and Body Snatcher, I could probably list like a good, like double that. So it's kind of just a volume thing for me. Like I listen to Body Snatcher more than I do Gideon. I feel that. Yeah, um, for me, it's pretty much the same thing. I uh, only know a couple Gideon songs, and they're fairly new, so I wouldn't consider myself a fan, but I do enjoy those songs. But uh, yeah, I've been mm-hmm. listening to Body Snatcher for a minute since The Death of Me came out. And uh, Yeah, I like, I like, I like that. With, I like their vibe. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's like very pissed off, and that's kind of yeah. what I'm drawn to when I'm looking for music that I like, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it feels raw. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. For me, it's like I'm, I wouldn't really consider myself a huge fan of either band because I mm-hmm. never truly got into either one. Um, I just know from the times that when Gideon's put on versus when Body Snatchers put on, I enjoy Gideon more because I'm definitely more of the melodic kind of hardcore lover versus just the straight like in your face beat right. down stuff, even though I'm in a beat down band. But, you know, yeah, no, I feel that. Um, I mean, body snatchers because Chris is the one that mixed our uh, EP, so they're right. our EP. So I got to be like respect for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was gonna if ask you. Know, like, I kind of forgot. Like, I kind of forgot that we um, worked with them for a minute, yeah. and it's been a while since like we've been in the studio, and uh, at least for Volume One, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. I kind of forgot. Thank you for reminding me, Spencer. That's dope. Okay, I'm, if anything, <laughs> I'm gonna just retroactively change it to Body Snatcher just because we have association with them, and just because like I have that love for Chris now I for absolutely murdering our mix. That's dope. Yeah, I, I kind of like I kind of like observed that I guess like when we were doing the green room, we'll say uh, <laughs> before the episode started, but um, you guys kind of mentioned that, so I, I was just gonna kind of pry about the body snatcher thing i wanted to know like your relationship with the band but all right you guys ready for the next one yeah all right thy art or suicide silence oh fuck uh just for like this i gotta say suicide silence just for like 
history, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to say Thy Art is so bad. Thy Art is so bad because, like, I loved them for a long time, but like Suicide and Silence really got me into deathcore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got to throw my respect that way. You look right. torn. Come on. I'm going to say, I'm just going to, Mitch Lucker, dude. Like, that's mm-hmm. the only reason. Not even the two, only reason. Just Mitch Lucker. He's the only reason I'm going to say suicide, just because I, I'll, I'll admit it, dude. I was a stan. And, uh, <laughs> I, like, I will openly say I like Die Art's music a lot better. Mm-hmm. But when it came to, like, what Deathcore was for me, it was suicide. Yeah. And I 100% agree with that. Cause like I'm wearing obviously suicide merch, but um, no, I, I agree with that totally. Cause like as far as album to album, as far as like listening to the whole thing straight up, Die Art, I'd probably listen to more albums, not gonna lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, suicide got me into this heavier stuff. Like I probably wouldn't appreciate like, like beat down type shit if it wasn't for suicide silence so i mean dude look at disengage dude that was like the heaviest song for the longest oh, time yeah. and it's like repetitive but dude like <clears throat> i mean the way it, it hits so hard yeah i mean all that shit still fucks dude like all this all that old stuff mm-hmm. like i could definitely listen to more like thy art than i would suicide silence like at least like album wise like front to back i could listen to whole diet records mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't even listen to Thy Art is Murder if I hadn't found Suicide Silence. So like Bingo. I can't Same. like as much as I want to throw respect to Thy Art, like I can't like su- Suicide Silence. Like yeah. I, and it, it also comes to the fact that like we're California guys. Obviously, we're gonna hear yeah. about a California band before we hear about an Australian band. I see Very true. every time I go to like a show in the Bay Area. <laughs> I see him like just chilling in the crowd. I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, <laughs> like, I have to throw and like Dan too. Was, like. I have to throw. Yeah, I'm pretty like I'm, one of my uh, one of my coworkers back in the day used to be like pretty good friends with Dan, and I was kind of like bull crap, and like I pulled up pictures, and I'm like, oh, okay. And this <laughs> was even before I was like into music and everything. I was just like working at this job, and I'm like, okay, hell yeah, yeah. Were you guys big like All Shall Perish fans? No, uh, I wasn't. Not, not really. No, I listened to a, a handful of their their stuff, but uh, I wasn't really. Super big on them. I if we're you. gonna go OG Deathcore, I'm I'm gonna say Suffocate. That was oh, that yeah. was yeah, that was the yeah, 100%. that was the one for sure. Off Sulfur, fucking Ricky Rivers' new band. E, dude, Off Sulfur. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Hell Josh, yeah, Ricky. Shouts out Josh from Off Sulfur. They're awesome. Yeah, they're hella cool. They're hella nice guys. Hell yeah. That's the craziest thing about Saltwood, honestly, dude. And I know we're doing the, the Flash Ram thing, but like mm-hmm. seeing bands or seeing people like Ricky Hoover, who is like, like I pra- like I learned to scream by practicing Suffocate. Like I learned to scream, Damn. like not to fall on. I learned to scream through like um, on space on the fucking. <laughs> I remember driving down the freeway to Not the Fallen and introducing my friends to that band and just be like, yeah, I was Pounding on my door at like midnight. I was like, that's fucking enough. Shut up. I'm like, no, I'm practicing. <laughs> so like I I learned how to scream to him. I learned how to scream to his music and his songs. And then to see like we're working with the same producer now. And that's crazy. His, his yeah. Guitar, like shouted us out, I think, or like I don't know, but like they I know they I know he follows us on on Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, that's just 
unbelievable to me. That's, that's a, so that's cool. Not anything that could making those connections envision. with people. Yeah. Yeah. Very, it's like, dude, it's, I used to idolize you. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, that's fucking insane. <laughs> that like, isn't now, that crazy? Like, do you feel like it's a small world? Level, like, but just like the fact that we're able to be even on your radar at all is like insanely <laughs> humbling. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking sick. All right. You guys ready for number three? Yes, sir. All right, sick. Boundaries or victims? Victims. Boundaries. Victims. Gotta go with victims. Nice. Boundaries Boundaries new fucking record is sick. It is. Like that shit is fucking that shit is hard. That shit has like crazy weird, like it's like they incorporated like 2009 Metalcore, but then made Mm -hmm. it heavy as fuck. And we're like, fuck you, we're gonna do what we want. Like respect to boundaries. Shout like Mm-hmm. That new record's fucking sick, but just Victims is Victims is probably the best independent band I've ever seen. Like their marketing strategies, their music, the way their songs flow, the way that they they incorporate synths, leads, cleans, screams, like just the goat. Hell yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I um see. I've never gotten too into awesome. Victims. Like, there's a couple songs I could I I like really enjoy. Mm-hmm. But uh, no boundaries for me. I can go listening to their EP, their album, all that kind of stuff. I I uh, I really thoroughly enjoy their music. But uh, yeah, I mm-hmm. do throw respect towards victims for, like Spencer said, they're really good at what they do independently, and they can push themselves in a way that I've never seen any other band do. On their mm-hmm. So yeah, That's so and true. They're great at composing music. Yeah, um, is very cool. Yeah, I was going to say victims for me for four reasons. Uh, one, everything that Spencer said. Uh, <laughs> two, they did that cover of, um, oh God, it's, it's such a long, Chio- they did the Chiodos cover literally that they just yeah. dropped um, that I can't remember the name of because I'm a horrible Chiodos fan. Uh, <laughs> three, they are just fucking awesome. And mm-hmm. four, um, nobody has a better stage president or presence than Meredith. Oh shit. That's on God. Fucking any drummer you can find Nobody. better stage presence than her, I'll give you a hundred dollars right now. Because I fight me. Like fight me about it. This she stands up on her I've seen pictures of her standing up like on her toms and like waving her fucking sticks in the air. And I'm like, how the fuck? Like I'm a front man and you're making me look like a bitch, dude. Like this <laughs> this is insane. Yep. Like what the hey. fuck? When people say drummers can't have stage presence, I just send them pictures of Meredith and I'm oh, like, Oh yeah. This is why you're fucking wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's crazy i tried to get her on the show and like um something happened day of but um hey if you're listening uh you know get back on you know you still had that open invitation but um i like their split uh split ep from last year misery yeah, and death i had to like look yeah, yeah with the falsifier falsifier <laughs> split that shit was so sick it was cool them doing covers of each other's songs. That was really trick. Like hearing victims do a falsifier song and then falsifier mm-hmm. do a victim song. It's like, wow, that's that's trippy. It weirded me out when I first heard that. Like it honestly tripped me out. I'm like, the fuck. And um, <laughs> yeah, it was, really but it was good. awesome. They did a really good job. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm glad you like. Um, I'm glad you like them a lot. And yeah, Meredith, her stage presence, like, <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Unraveled. It's nuts, dude. Like oh, watching yeah. her. Her social media game is like sick too. <laughs> oh yeah, their 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 marketing strategy is nuts. Yeah, Definitely, probably one of the best. Like if I could sit in on like a little business class, if like they could like you know be like a professor kind of like, and I'm like the one or five students up in like the amphitheater type room, I'd be sitting there taking notes for sure. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah, definitely. Do a TED Talk or something. Right? Yeah, right. Meredith, please do a TED Talk. <laughs> yeah. Share with us your knowledge. Right. All right. Number four. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait for <laughs> He's good. He's good. Are you still alive? All right. Yeah, I feel you. All right. Polaris or Era? Who you got? I guess I'll say Era because I think I know one or two songs by them. I can't really name any songs by Polaris, to be honest. Same here, honestly. I listened to uh, Era with my buddy Justin. He's showed me a couple of their songs, but uh, Polaris I only heard of. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I don't have an answer because I don't think I know a single song by either band. All right, fair enough. As long as I just thought you were going to say, like, I don't like any of those bands. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, I feel bad about that. But oh, no, it's, um, more of like it's literally just because I, I just have yeah. not given them a chance. Like, I, I will not comment on their musicality because I, I don't know. I'm sure they're yeah, great. Yeah, I, I get that. I understand that. I think the nature of the beast for me is, you know, I always have to check out new releases, uh, whether it be as big as whatever, or as small as whatever. Um, but I, I like Era a lot, like in this situation. I like their new album a lot. So, you know, if you haven't heard it, I would give uh, Era's new album a chance. Yeah, I'll know, go give it a shot. Just listen to a couple songs. If you're not digging it, then just skip it, you know. <laughs> you already know. I think the couple Era songs I've heard I liked is more of like, I think them and um, I think there's another band. Like, I think like North Lane. Like them and kind of mm-hmm. North Lane. I've, I've listened to a few of their songs and I just sort of like, this is cool. And then I kind of go back. Phase out. Or, yeah, it kind of just fades out. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like I don't like it. It's just like not my personal cup of tea. Right. And there's so many other bands. I mean, and there's like little like differences in, uh, from like one band to the next almost, you know, in some situations. Yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but Polaris and Era being more of that like uh, genty, um, progressive kind of metalcore mm-hmm. sound, right? Yeah. yeah like, okay. I, 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 it's tight, but like, I would rather go listen to bands like Bill Jaharda or something um, mm-hmm. that kind of encompass that overall, like, I guess, fall sound. But that's, they're fucking sick. Yeah. I, I, just because they're uh, from what I know or from what I've gathered from what we're talking about, I could tell you that Bill Jaharda is probably heavier. Mm-hmm. But, and I just have like an affinity for like either super, super heavy music in the progressive standpoint or i'm gonna go listen to kansas right <laughs> i feel you on that well i mean you know what you like so yeah yeah it's it's uh and i won't say that i dislike it just because i see i seriously have not given him a chance mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's fair it's definitely fair all right so i know you've heard of these two guys and they both dropped new albums so of course i have to ask a data remember or architects architects to remember never architects architects a chance honestly <laughs> nice so have you listened to the new albums um either or yeah i listened to a little bit of architects um, i haven't oh wait no i listened to one song of uh, data remembers new record it wasn't bad it was, mm-hmm. it was different it was cool uh, i uh oh wait sean you haven't gone yet sorry no you're good uh i haven't checked out either um uh data remember i chose mainly just because you know nostalgic reasons but uh mm-hmm kind of moved on past that but yeah i should probably give it a spin uh for me i chose architects similarly for the or sorry i can't speak english the same reasons as uh sean chose the day to remember it's definitely mm-hmm. nostalgia but um uh, on top of that i will still 
like frequently bump architects, I don't remember the last time I put on a data remember. Right. No, I feel you on that. Um, I mean, their new album, uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to like hate on it and I'm not shitting on it. It's not my favorite album, I guess. And maybe I've that's like Walmart cookie cutter. Yeah, it kind of does feel that way. And um, it's kind of like, I feel like I've moved on past that in a lot of ways. And it's kind of like harder for me to listen back on the like old stuff. I don't know. Like there's just so much like better new stuff out. I feel like, you know, that's kind of like pushing the boundaries, I guess. But if I want that nostalgic sound, sure. You know, I might listen to it. Like for me, like if I wanted that pop punk sound, but still heavier, I'd go listen to Belmont. Yeah. Belmont's super sick. (laughs) Belmont's tight. Yeah, definitely. Well, shit, that's really interesting. So, like, what about Architect's new album? Like, what did you guys think about any of the songs you heard off that? Oh, uh, I thought from heard was, like, was really good. Like, uh, I'll be honest, I'm not like crazy into Architect's. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really liked um, uh, All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us and everything, and I mm-hmm. liked uh, Broken Cross off that album. Um, I don't really keep up with them too much. Like, I don't like follow. I don't track the releases as much as I probably should. But um, mm-hmm. like the, the couple of new songs I've heard they've dropped, I was like, damn, that's pretty sick. It's like it's architects, so you know you, right. you know you know what you're gonna hear when you hear it. But it's like, yeah, I like this. I mm-hmm. like architects. I like high pitch screams and fucking twangy like metalcore shit. I'm like, cool. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, me too. That'd be a band that'd be weird for us to play with, but that I would love to play with. Like honestly, that's one of those bands that I'm like, this probably wouldn't like we wouldn't fit on a bill with them. But if a promoter anywhere in the world just said, fuck it, let's throw them on there, I'd, I'd be very. <laughs> Hey, you never well, know. We don't know with secrets, but like, fuck it, let's go on. That's we true. We had it before COVID hit. We had a show with secrets. Oh, yeah, uh, that's sick. And I only—I'll be real. Like, nothing against secrets, but I only took that show because Avoid. If you guys, if you know them from Seattle. Oh yeah, Avoid is sick. They're Avoid's fucking, they were on it, and uh, me and like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna front and be like, me and Benny are hella, hella good friends, but like, mm-hmm. I've met him a few times, and um. I've worked shows down here that he's, he's come down and played. I've played with him a few times and like, they're just, I love Benny. I love all the guys in avoid, but I love Benny. Like he's so nice. He's such a genuine, cool ass human being that I'm like, yeah, I don't give a fuck what our band sound like. I don't give a shit what the other bands sound like. If I can play a show with Avoid, void, I'm gonna play a show with Avoid. void. I don't know. <laughs> That's sick. Be my ass for it, but I'm going I'm to play with them. Yeah. They, they look like a lot of fucking fun. Just, just the stuff that I've seen and their fucking promos, like shotgunning seltzer waters and just silly ass shit. They just look like a lot of fun to hang out with. Did you see his um his uh was it the national anthem video in mm. Go watch Check it, it. out. <laughs> yeah. Go uh, go read the comments because I I respect that man so much, but I respect him even more now because he single handedly pissed off every fan of NASCAR. <laughs> oh, I need to watch that. Damn. NASCAR, they're in the fucking new like game, like two yeah. for the new game and shit. And um, he, he sang the pledge of allegiance or, or I'm sorry, the national anthem mm-hmm. at one of the races. And um, he sang it like he sings. He sang it with his, you know, gravelly kind of like metal core sort of cleans. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking awesome. He did a fucking amazing job. And just everyone was shit talking him. Ah, oh, come on. The worst thing I've ever heard. But but no, it was funny because of the like it's one of those things where like when people get really pissed off and they're just like, Yeah, it's amazing that you're this pissed off about like, <laughs> yeah. like trivial. Well, okay. <laughs> First off, like I that's stupid because worst performance of the national anthem goes to Fergie. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, yeah. Catch all the basketball uh, NBA players is like, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, to, like, like, like <laughs> that shots of them are the best part of that. No, they, he, he just pissed off, like, I don't know, like a weird sect of America. Yeah. Which is funny because they're probably oh, bigger yeah. NASCAR fans than any of the people commenting. Right. Oh, like, so <laughs> that's what I've heard. They're in, yeah. They're in the fucking video game. Like, shut mm-hmm. up. Like, honestly, like, they're, they're the best. Yeah. That's what, um, Kenny from Dead Crown told me. I did a podcast with him and, he knows those guys pretty well, I guess, too. Yeah. Kendall's sick. He did one of he did our uh, first shirt design, actually. Sick. Mm-hmm. That's the dope. That has, like, the skull on like the moon shit on mm-hmm. it. So yeah, who did cool. your um EP artwork? Uh Ben from Extortionist. Okay. Oh, sick. Shout out. Um yeah, he, did that. he did our logo, most of um anything that's like branding stuff like that, like mm-hmm. uh cover art and like logos and stuff, it's Ben. So shout out to Ben. Shit that's really that's really sick because i like you guys like branding i like the whole aesthetic thing it's very it just it's very it's very clean that's <laughs> like the best word to put thanks it's a vibe for sure all right next one chamber or pale face pale face i'm wearing their fucking shirt right now i gotta say pale face. <laughs> oh nice yeah i'm gonna say pale face just because i've uh never heard of chamber to be real mm-hmm. uh, but are they good Oh, dude, I like them. What, I think they're dope. Are they like beat downy, hardcore? They're people? beat down. Um, I think okay. they're on pure noise. Um, I mean, if you like knock loose and shit like that, you're gonna like them. All right, I'll give it a spin. Hell yeah. They kind of remind me the most like boundaries. Oh, the screaming's cool. a little different. They'll probably for sure like. Yeah. Them. Oh yeah, you'll <laughs> definitely like it. Say, I've only heard like, one of their songs. You should check out more more stuff by Chamber. To be honest. Yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, Hellface for me. What about you? But yeah. Oh, pale face, one hundred percent. That, I, I could say some, like, very, very, like, it makes you want to be so aggressive mm-hmm. <laughs> and do like the absolute worst to a person in the in the mosh pit. Yeah, I yeah, listen I to a curse ass, and I'm I think of like, damn, this would be it'd be really hard if I did this like super fucking aggressive thing <laughs> on stage. Then I think about it after I'm done listening. I'm like, I probably shouldn't do that. I probably shouldn't. Like, <laughs> someone's going to die. Up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> someone's like, I picture like someone running, you know, that fucking he's like, cause I'm the fucking cursed one. Yeah. Bitch. Like I picture just someone running across the stage and their singer just fucking clotheslining him. Like <laughs> flopping him. And I'm like, Probably shouldn't. Probably that's probably that's probably not it. You gotta that's, weigh out the temptation. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then you get the it you get the drinks. Who, it depends on who you're smacking, though. Because right. right. Well, if it's a Nazi, it's all cool. Punch the Nazi. <laughs> it's all cool. If it's some random fan who just came out to see your show, maybe don't punch them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not. Not the guy who just. Not the guy who just bought merch. Yeah, yeah no, definitely yeah. not. That reminds me of, uh, can I tell a story real quick? You guys give a fuck? Okay. So my first, my first mosh pit ever was Cannibal Corpse and it was like a headliner split with Behemoth. Oh, awesome. So nuts. So I'm like younger twenties. I'm probably like uh, Spencer's age at this time, but, um, so like fucking, I'm like, I'm shirted up. You know what I'm saying? I got like two fucking shirts. I got their CD. I was trying to get it signed at the uh, end. You know, I was just going super nerd with it. Cause it's Cannibal Corpse. I'm like, what if I never see these guys play ever again? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like th- these are the guys. So I feel like I need to just live it up t- 
tonight, whatever. But anyway, um, I was kind of on the outside of the mosh pit and like, we're just pushing people around and shit and having fun. But I get pushed right in the middle of it. I'm like, like I said, merged up. I get clotheslined. My fucking shoes go flying across oh, the mosh pit. Oh. So I'm like fucking like, oh, shit. Trying to find my shoes and they're black. So that was terrible. Uh-huh. I'm like trying to find black fucking shoes and people are just moshing around. Oh, I know the struggle. Getting kicked around. And- yeah. And I'm just get. I just got scooped up. I know some like this big fucking dude just scooped me up. He picked me up. I found my shoes. I just got the fuck out of there. My, sh- my CD was all broke as fuck. And oh. I was just like, oh, fuck. This might this you know this night might have turned around but then at the end i got to meet alex webster so like all panned out <laughs> so i think it was like my karma of getting beat the fuck up damn oh, that's nice. sick. that's a fucking that's a way better first moshman story than my really god. oh my god oh, i feel like such a pussy it's similar in the sense that i was like merged up and everything too and this like 300 pound power drinker came and just knocked all my shit on the ground ah but at the same time it was uh, i mean i still i still like the band you know, they're kind of a guilty pleasure band for me now that uh, I saw, but mm-hmm. it's in hindsight, I don't mind losing all the shit that I bought. To be honest, <laughs> I would have thrown it away eventually. Fair <laughs> enough. I'm, it up anywhere. I'm not going to lie. I don't remember my first pit, but uh, I do remember my accident. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I was at a Fit for a King show, dude. I was just, you know, going at it, dude. Mm-hmm. And uh, next thing I know, kicked from the side like in my knee so you know how your knee bends like your elbow mm-hmm. like imagine your knee bent like that way oh like yeah so like that happened and i stood up and then it like did that i was like okay cool so i can't walk so i went over to my buddies and it was like the end of the show anyways so i yeah. kind of like stood around with them and waited for the end of the show and then we went downstairs and i was like so yeah that happened <laughs> jeez but, yeah kind of retired a little bit I think most of my almost pit injuries have come from Grant, actually. <laughs> really? <laughs> Go to shows yeah. Where we play shows, and uh, we, we mosh either after or before. And uh, he, Grant is the king of spin kicks. I'll tell you right now. Grant let's, has, let's just has, say, he knows what the bottom of every single pair of shoes I own looks like. <laughs> <laughs> very well. Very well. The last show we Dan, did COVID was with Spite and Burials and Orthodox. And, uh, oh, sick. John comes down fucking just gone just shit face just totally fucking blitzed and he's like mm. dude you guys gotta go up there you guys go to the pit we open bro it's the end of the show me and grant look at each other we're like dude like Man. we're gassed we're, we'd already been hanging out and like socializing like i'd been talking like, with uh, like, oh. and it, and it was like <laughs> so like i'm complaining like i'm so happy that we sold hella merch and interact with all these people but at the same time it's like it's tiring after you play a set and you're like oh, talking yeah. to everybody it's like okay dude like my voice is gone. Oh, yeah, for you, your voice, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, all right, you know what, Grant, let's just go up. It's Spite. Let's go up there. Let's watch him for a couple songs. And it took us about 20 mm-hmm. seconds for, like, all right, fuck, we're going in the pit. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> all right, like, boys. Let's do it. Going yeah. in. Let's, let's do and it. It was, it, it was kind of cool. cool for me, too, because, like, I was like, this is the second time that I, like, actually seen Spite live. So I'm looking at them and, um, you know, Darius came from, I'm thinking, he, I think he came from She's an Animal. And then I don't remember where the rest of the guys came from, but I know that Lucas came from like uh, a couple of Marin County bands. And it's just so cool to see like local guys blow up like that. Right. Like, um, I, I remember going to Lucas's like first band's show, like Admits the Kings. And then like he had another band called Blackwell and those were all hella tight. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And now he's in spite, dude. Like, 
And I mean, if anything, it kind of gives me hope. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally, kind of yeah, does. People from your area, like definitely, and, like get out there. I was like, damn, that's yeah. Awesome. I mean, like, it is a thing. Like, I mean, I, I think in the Bay Area, they're probably like the two that got out there the most, um, mm-hmm. at least from like the local scenes that I grew up in. All right, let me ask you a quick question, real quick. Have you guys got any offers as far as record label? Um, we've been. You'd have to ask Spencer. Okay, I don't, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Right. It's just I'm. I'm just the filter. I'm the. Uh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm the liaison. Yeah. Uh, no, we we've gotten not not really offers. We we've, we've been kind of scouted. We've been talked to um, by a couple different labels. Um, no, no one I would say that we really were super enthusiastic about signing with. If we're being mm-hmm. honest. Um, okay. We. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, we, like I said, we got kind of scouted. We had a couple reps reach out to us and be like, hey, like, I really fuck with you guys. Or uh, one guy from like a label down kind of like in LA. Um, we're, uh, do you know a band called Kill from, like, I think they're from like Alabama? I don't think so. Check them they're out. A band. You should have they're them. awesome. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They are fucking amazing. We like, li- shout out Kill. Yeah. All right. Sick. Love those. Dudes. Every breath that I breathe, shout out Kill. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They are the homies, but uh, like they, uh, if if bands could get married, like all like all five of us could get married <laughs> to all of Kill, like I'd officiate that shit. Bro, hitch me up because it be because it would be Spencer and Spencer. <laughs> oh shit! There you go. Spencer too. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, I love that. Our that, drummers. That dude is the personification of sweet apple pie. I love <laughs> that motherfucker. I love everyone. That That's anyway, sick. We played them. Our first show oh. was with them. We let them crash here uh-huh. in our studio um the night before i think maybe the night or two before the show and uh the next uh when they went down to the next show their next date in la they were talking us up to this guy so um he did us up i think because of that or mm-hmm. no actually you know what i think he hit us up before that and then he kind of reached back out to us after um they talked to him a little bit uh because he he actually reached out to us before we dropped the music videos when we were still dropping teasers and uh i think he reached out to us then um but like he was cool and like the label's cool and everything. It's just sort of like um, at the time we felt like we weren't really ready for a label. Like we still had a lot of stuff we were working on and trying to like, we were still as, as much as we were out there and we were, we were doing well with how we started. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we still were kind of like, we still need to get our footing better before we start looking at like labels or, or signing to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at this point we're doing like, like Grant said earlier, not to sound like braggadocious or, you know, like we're still obviously hum- humble about it, but like we're we're doing pretty decent right now. Oh yeah, I mean, we have like, like, yeah, like one hundred twenty thousand streams on Spotify, like twenty four hundred followers on TikTok. We did that ourselves with the people and with the people that you know we worked with along the way. No, yeah. no record labels to yeah to help us and, out. So what? Honestly, why not just continue it? The mm-hmm. thing we do probably the best in is merch. Like, yeah, you know, like 100% like, merch. Our merch numbers are like better than I've ever seen any band. We work with um, Adam from Dropout Kings. He does push uh, push digital marketing. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he's been a fucking godsend. Dude, yes. And just <laughs> like the amount of stuff that he's helped us kind of like coordinate uh, branding and our message and running advertisements, stuff like that. Like, it's it's sort of the point. It's not like we don't feel like we need a label, but it's like if we do sign with a label, we're definitely a lot more picky about it. Just because, right. like we're like I said, we're doing like 
pretty well off right now. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's going to have to be something where it's like, okay, clearly there's a huge benefit to going mm-hmm. with these guys versus not going with them. Um, and I think from, I can't speak for all of us, but from a personal level, I'd rather expand our team a little bit more before we go straight to a label. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we have Adam as our, like our, you know, PR marketing rep kind of guy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'd like us to, you know, like have like a, a legit full on manager, um, like a booking agent, stuff like that. Like I'd rather expand our individual team more mm-hmm. before we try to kind of group ourselves in with like a label where they have, you know, X amount of bands that they have to give X amount of time to and offers and all kinds of stuff to where we're kind of fighting to sort of get our, get what we need. You know what I mean? Like fighting yeah. to get on this tour, fighting to get on the show. I'd rather have people that are with us that support Salt Wound and that are fighting for us. You know right. what I mean? Uh, then people we're having to fight with to try to get what we need from them. And also yeah. there's a freedom to not being on a label. There's like, we can kind of, oh, like, yeah. like um, I'm not going to say what artist it is or what song it is, but there's a cover that actually we have been kind of working on that um, is a little bit different outside of our genre. Like we're still making it heavy and salt wound and like our genre is, but mm-hmm. I feel like on a label, it would be a fight for us to be like, Hey, let us do this. Hey, let oh, us like, yeah. do this song. I, I don't think any label would like even let us come near it to be 100%. really like maybe some like independent one would be like okay you guys go ahead that's fine but like a lot of labels yeah. like that's something that we definitely don't want to surrender is our creative control yeah yeah with anything yeah. With music with like because the merch that we do we go through one merch designer for all of our stuff abby from uh flowers and bones she does any so talented if you have any piece of salt wound merch she's besides the one that kendall did she's done it like every that's, like, that, that's my always been like my number one thing is always having ownership of my music i don't want to surrender the rights of my music to anyone right and not even like even if they let us keep the rights of the music it's sort of like just the creative control yeah it's like, yeah. like i'm I'd, I'd be down to get input from people that like i mean the whole reason we go to josh from distinguisher for producing is because we know that he knows more than us and we mm-hmm. know that he's got a better ear for some of the stuff than us because he has put in more time doing this stuff and it's like okay that's a like we're paying him for the knowledge like we're working with him to be able to, to make what we're doing better mm-hmm. um he's not assuming control over this you know what i mean whereas like if we i mean like label like they would be assuming more control over that versus like just trying to input and help better the music right yeah that's pretty much yeah. No, that's dope. Sorry, I thought Grant was gonna follow up with something. So no, I was just like no, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um where we are. No, that's that's the perfect way to say it basically. Um it's kinda kinda reminded me of this conversation I had with um Tyler Tate from Hollow Front. And I talked to him, um shout out uh Tyler from Hollow Front anyways, but like uh this was before they got signed to UNFD Unified, whatever. And um, you know, he was talking about they were independent basically but they were doing like they were doing like fucking like knocked loose numbers or whatever so it's just fucking insane and you know obviously if there's not a need for that additional help or whatever then you know there's not every band needs that you know yeah and i mean i think the the main mindset to have is never say never you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i'm never i'm not saying that like i wanted to stay an independent band for the rest of our careers but at the same time if we did and that worked okay like great like whatever works you know what i mean like yeah, if, man. You, if you get with the label like yeah if, if unified came to us and was like hey like here's the offer here's what we can do for you guys here's this here's that and it was a good offer i'd okay sick you know same with you know, like a lot of other labels out there it's like if it's right. a good offer and like 
we're able to kind of dissect it and go, you know what, we can we can see a clear benefit to this. Because, um, you know, to sign with a label, you have to be beneficial to them as much yeah. as they have to be beneficial to you. Definitely. So as long as it's not a one-way streak, if I can see, okay, we're benefiting you guys this, this, and this way, but you guys are benefiting us this, this, and that way. Okay. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I'm not one of those guys that has like an uh, aversion to signing with labels or signing with people. It's more of just like. That's awesome. Yeah. Everything in you know what I mean? Like we're not trying cool. to rush into a label, especially right now. Honestly, I think yeah. during COVID right now, it's probably the worst time to be signed to a label in my opinion. Yeah. Because there's not as like, there's a lot of stuff that they can do for you. Yeah. But I think the vast majority of stuff they could do for you is stuff that you can do on your own and you yeah. can obviously make happen if you go about it the right way. That's such a good take too. And um, well, anyway, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. That was a good take. I don't want to get into like ticket sales and all this other stuff, but um, <laughs> let me throw out one more in the hot round after, uh, for you guys. Okay. And then we'll kind of wrap it up and then we'll start kind of shooting the shit about the EP. But I want to know what you guys think about uh, one of these two bands. So next one, the last one, make it count Darko or Lorna Shore. I got to say, uh, I got to say Darko. They rehearsed like, I think a couple doors down from us. So I got to say. <clears throat> that's dope yeah, yeah josh is from here from sac so they do a lot of their stuff here that's so cool i gotta go with darko dude their shit is off off the walls crazy dude. it's like doom doom but no yeah that that shit has me entertained i uh, mm. definitely enjoy learner shore though crap correct me if i'm wrong but Lorna Shore or Lorna Shore, Tom Barber wasn't the original vocalist, right? He or was. was he? I don't remember if he was the original, but I know he was the, the he was the main vocalist for yeah. a while. He was the main guy for a while, yeah. Okay. See, that's such a hard oh dude, it's really coming down to the vocals on that one for me. Um I mean the same vocalist, if anything. <laughs> same, like I mean, yeah, sorry, not not vocals, uh, I meant instruments. Right. I can speak English, but uh <laughs> You're good. I think I'm just going to have to go with Darko just because I've seen how Josh um, plays in his playthrough videos. I've seen like, you know, just them produce crazy fucking stuff in a short amount of time. And um, again, going on what Spencer said, they're like a couple doors down from us. So it's it's like, what's up, homies? Yeah. Like, we're not really your homies yet. I'd love, like, hey, one day I can see it. And nothing but respect like I, I hope to be at their level one day mm-hmm. the amount of bands that josh is a part of or works with is fucking crazy too like he played with spite for their tour that we opened up for them on uh little drums in a mirror he did well, Spite's record like darko i mean he's just fucking super isn't that just a drummer trope though where they're part of a million different bands right i mean short supply so yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like if, if, like, if we lose two dr- if we lose two drummers like 50 bands in the scene die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's even harder when you're Valid. like, gosh, he's just so like savant like with his drums. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone wants him in their band. Yeah. I'd say bassists too, though. Yeah. Josh kind of reminds me of, um, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Bryce Butler, who played for the Faceless for a while. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he's like one of those guys where it's just like they're so good that they're at like this level where. <laughs> Yeah, they're more like, known than the band. Want, like, people are competing yeah. to have them, right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, everyone, yeah. let's take a break. All right, I know you guys 
Gotta get refilled on some water or smoke some weed. Go ahead and roll that next J up or fucking roll up a blunt, pack that bowl, get some coffee, slam that fucking beer. I don't know how, how many more I got in me. But, uh, you know, do what you gotta do right now, but we're gonna listen to some fucking heavy shit. I wanted to listen to something to fucking get hyped to right now, okay? It's the lull of the day. We're gonna play some Salt Wound. That way you can mentally think about kicking someone's ass that's maybe in front of you, maybe a coworker you don't fucking like. You can mentally get there with this banger of a two-piece. It's a salt and split lip. You got it right. Dopest songs on the EP volume one salt wound let's get it let's fucking do it we got more conversation coming up don't go anywhere damn it stick around all right let's play it stick around don't leave though So I want to ask this because it's kind of a hot take uh, that I asked a couple months ago. But so who, who do you think was the better Lorna Shore vocalist? So Tom Barber or CJ McCreary? Tom. I got to go with Tom. Yeah. Um, I will say this. I couldn't get into Lorna Shore back in the day just because of the mix. Because I always felt like his vocals were kind of mixed out a little bit. Um, like they always felt kind of like behind the instruments a little. Um, but I always liked his uh, I can see that. When I'd see them live, I'd be like, oh, dude, this guy's fucking, this guy's a beast. Like, this guy's fucking, that's what I loved about the new Chelsea Grin record and the new Darko mm-hmm. stuff is that I can hear Tom's vocals. And yeah. 
Definitely. Oh, damn. Like, damn. Okay. Yeah. So. I never really got too much into New Lorna Shore. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, but uh, I checked it out and I was like, okay, this is cool. But uh, I don't know. It just felt weird. Like, I thought the, sh- the whole shift with how all, like, three vocalists or the two vocalists just, like, kind of upgraded their bands or whatever happened, uh, I thought it was cool. But, uh, you know, I was a fan of Warner Shore for a minute, so I was like, it's not Tom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how I felt. Uh, for me, like, I think it's Tom just because Tom is a much better vocalist all around. I, I think CJ is just not a good vocalist. He sounds like he's drunk behind the mic. <laughs> like, oh, man. everything's yeah. super slurred. Like, um, Did you hear about, like, all of that? like controversy with the guy oh yeah like there's to like include in there so yeah there's like that but like if we're talking purely on like a musical background right now just the better musician i will say like i can't say anything about like whatever went down because like i'm not involved in it i don't know pj i don't know the other parties that are involved like Mm -hmm. outside of my realm but from yeah personal take like i I would agree with grant i've never been the biggest fan of his vocals when signed to the swarm switch vocalist and they got david in Mm -hmm. oh dude um and i think that was a to me that made me like signed to the swarm more personally yeah i didn't know that they had actually switched up vocalists until my previous band had played a show with signs of the swarm and i'm like that's not cj because david's not nearly as tattooed but um dude david's so much better yeah like I'm, I'm really into signs of the swarm now because of david mm-hmm. shit i need to uh check them out again i just i knew about them because of the cj thing but um i need to check them out yeah yeah now they're really sick hell yeah well shit all right we made it through the hot round see what Shore does without cj yeah, yeah. well all thanks right. for playing guys i really do appreciate it. i hope you guys have fun with those yeah, <laughs> yeah hell yeah well, anyway, so how the fuck is everything going now that, you know, put out the EP, uh, where are we at now? It <laughs> is band. busy, but in a good way, dude. You know, uh, just a constant grind. I don't know. Like, we come to practice. We, pr- we practice every Sunday, so we pretty much have to knock out as much as we can in that time, considering mm-hmm. the fact that, like, Grant is from the Bay Area and Marty travels from Merced, I believe. Yeah. All the way down to practice. So we're like, okay, we got to knock out some writing. We got to knock out uh, playing what we write as a whole band and then talking band logistics and planning and stuff. And yeah. So yeah, we, we like to stay busy. Yeah. Sunday is pretty much just like Saltwood Day. Yeah. Like some people yeah. go to church, we go to Saltwood. Like, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like the whole fucking day. Yeah. Like, it's like start to finish. It's just not. 11 a.m. to like seven. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. just knocking everything out. We can. Uh, they're lying to you. We actually hate each other now. Um, not kidding. <laughs> but uh, it's been great, dude. Honestly, like every time I go up, it feels like a creative like flow. Whether Sean is on like the whether we're just jamming and trying to like re- like come up with ideas, or if Sean gets in his like savant mood, puts his headphones on, and then like just goes to town on the uh on the guitar with uh Spencer on the laptop and yeah, uh, much, yeah <laughs> we record fucking we probably recorded three albums worth of music at this point and just control Z and all of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, perfectionist over here. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's know, like and it, 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 it's it, we all think it sounds great at the time and then Sean 
as soon as he's done, he's like, that doesn't flow. And we're like, what are you talking about? It's great. And then we play the entire thing. And now we're banging our heads against the wall. Well, no, the best thing is when he writes right. a fucking banger ass riff that he, and then he spends like 30 minutes recording it and getting it like perfect just for him to go. Nope. Click. <laughs> oh, no. Like, do you know? I don't uh, know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. It's but a I good think- thing in the long run. And the, in the, at the time, it's a. Uh, I know it's annoying as fuck. I want to hit you in the but face. Bear but with me. All, all I can say is every time he does it, it kicks me in the dick. <laughs> I want the best for this family, guys. I've, I understand that. Uh, what, at what point? At what point do you have to like let it go and just be like? <laughs> yeah. After like um, probably the three hours three months. of writing like to one section uh or like one whole song and it's just things start to feel forced yeah it's kind of yeah. that point where it's like okay like we're like it's either it's either we need to finish this so like like there i think there's a couple i can probably point to a couple riffs on the new ep that i'm like this was definitely something that we that we wrote and one of us didn't like at the time mm-hmm. and we're like just leave this in because we need a placeholder because we need to move on um, and then we went back to it and tweaked it or did something. And it was like, okay, now we fuck with this. Yeah. Other times. Yeah. Like Sean said, like, you're trying to like, you're literally coming up with just nothing. Like mm-hmm. you're just like whole riff. That sucks. Whole riff. That sucks. Whole riff. That sucks. <laughs> and you have to go, okay, let's try writing something else. Let's take a smoke break. Let's, mm-hmm. let's jam together. Like, off the laptop like as a band let's or talk some shit yeah let's pack <laughs> merch right. even like let's pack merch orders or like do something yeah. like that like let's just take our mind out of this for a second and then mm. try to come back to it yeah um, that's sick when it starts feeling forced is like dude this just sounds like shit it's, and it's it, not gonna make for a good product no and it makes you it's harder to write after yeah. you start forcing shit out because you're like dude i'm literally just like right burnt out on shit <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah. So, like, when did you guys start writing and, like, who's the predominant, I guess, songwriter um, that you feel like is con- contributes the most? Um, we started writing, like, from day one. I mean, we were, like, always, uh, like I said, we kind of started as, like, an internet kind of, like, we started thinking we we're just going to be, like, a band that just writes. It's just a side project. Just, yeah. yeah. It literally okay. was a side project. They just, like, fuck around and write shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... I think for volume one, Sean and I wrote a lot of it just because we spent a lot of time together, like hanging out on off days with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For this EP, it's definitely been like a very collaborative effort. Like yes. everyone yeah, sick. writes, like I write, Sean writes, Grant writes, Marty writes, Brandon writes, like we're all kind of like, regardless of who's on the guitar or who's on the mm-hmm. laptop, like tracking what or plugging in what, we're all like sitting there going like- Giving input. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Grant will write a riff and then Sean will be like, hey, like, do this like instead of doing that chord do this chord and then we change it and like vice versa or like i'll do like a vocal line and marty's like hey like try to go high at that part or something you know what i mean okay yeah yeah. little stuff but it's very like it's much more collaborative than the first ep was i mean like we all still had our input on the first ep we all still like did our own stuff and everything but i feel like i feel like it's because we were so much in the okay this is still like a side project we didn't know where it was gonna go that me and spencer mm-hmm. just got together so often and wrote music things yeah. just yeah a lot i mean i was i was always of, of the caliber of like i just couldn't be there you know i'm working yeah, yeah, yeah. i live, hard, you, you live like, yeah, two hours away it's hard yeah. to like link up i mean which is why right. Sundays, like now yeah eight hour rehearsals because mm-hmm. it's like we have so much shit to pack in we have mm-hmm. to make it worth it for like 
it it would like I would feel personally bad making Grant drive two fucking hours to yeah. get anything done. Like that yeah. sucks ass. Mm-hmm. Like that would I would fucking hate doing that. I hate even just driving the thirty minutes here. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, like not get shit done. Like that puts me in a bad mood. Yeah, yeah. So, um, no, I think this EP uh, Volume Two um, is the name that we can say right now. Can't say, <clears> name, but uh, mm-hmm. like putting out there, Volume Two is coming, and that that one is uh this one's been a lot more collaborative and i think it's actually made it a much better product having everyone's input on it so it's not you know um just me and sean kind of like going back and forth with it um it's helped mm-hmm. have everyone's input and kind of diversified a little bit more and you know like make it not all like the same thing yeah yeah understood um so i have to ask like so you know with volume two i know you can't really talk a lot about it but like are we going to expect to see kind of like a slew of like eps or um are you guys working on like a full length i guess um yeah honestly after after this ep we wanted to do like a volume one volume two kind of thing um kind of almost like they're like thematically wise connected Mm -hmm. um and then after that yeah it's gonna we're gonna start working on salt wound lp1 so, sick that's crazy yeah we don't really want to do like a slew of um eps per se we just kind of want to do um we wanted the first one just to put our stuff out there mm-hmm. um, have enough material for um you know to play a set shows. basically yeah basically we, we pretty much wrote the ep just to be able to play shows yeah oh gotcha literally, literally we i mean COVID kind of screwed us on that, but we had like oh, yeah. a whole tour plan right before COVID happened. And uh, we were going to go from like no, uh, Northwest all the way down to like, uh, God, like New Mexico, I think. Yeah. Wow. And we were and doing that with, uh, that with Kill- they wanted to take us out to like the South, like where you are, like Carolinas and mm-hmm. Alabama, Florida, that kind of stuff. And that went to shit. Uh, sucks ass. Sucks. I would have loved would have loved to do that yeah oh, yeah, yeah. It, dude. dude i yeah, hope to see you guys around here that'd be so fucking sick we all to see you around there man like we, we yeah. would, love, would love absolutely love to get out of california and mm. get like out because touring in the west coast fucking sucks really yeah talk it's, about that a little bit what's up with that it's so it basically like you have if we're talking california it's from la to san francisco that's like a five six seven hour drive and then oh, from shit, San Francisco yeah. to Sacramento, <laughs> you have another two and a half hour drive. And then the next big city going north is Portland. Mm-hmm. Good luck booking there. And then you have Seattle. So like, um, and not only that, but even like not just the cities themselves, but just how mm-hmm. far spaced out the cities are. If I if we were to go uh, from like the top of California to L.A., that's uh, that's a that's a 13 like hour drive easily god that's a 12 hour drive also fit in like seven states on the east coast yeah yeah true yeah as many yeah for the, as many different states versus mm-hmm. the california and the nevada washington everything is spread out right and it like hitting two cities is i would say probably three or four times as expensive like that makes sense. yeah, yeah. Just, the amount of travel expense that you have to take it's it sucks yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, dude. Like, I would love to play LA. I mm-hmm. would love to do that. But that's going to be a more expensive show for me to do than mm-hmm. to just like go out to like New York and then travel down to like Pennsylvania or, or wait, no, I'm sorry, that's north, right, or south. Yeah, it would be cheaper for me to do an East Coast tour to go north to south than it would for me to do a West Coast tour going north to south. 
Yeah. yeah. They just eat the cost of like traveling all the way out there versus just the overall cost of touring out on the West Coast. Honestly, like it's going to be about the same expense, but you're going to be hitting more cities and in different states. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so in that, in that, it, w- with what Spencer just said, in my mind, that equates cheaper because we're going to yeah. be reaching a lot more people. Right. And you have more opportunity to sell merch and make more fans and stuff versus mm-hmm. like the time, the time span, you'd be able to fit in like five shows mm-hmm. out in California. You could do like double that in the East coast. And um, that's more people that are seeing your face, more people that are seeing your music, more people that are seeing your merch, your, you know, the tour package, like it's just more exposure. Mm-hmm. So it ends up being more worthwhile to go out there than, than here, but we still haven't, like we still haven't gone out there yet. And that's like our, kind of next thing we want to do is to kind of get out of west coast like do Mm -hmm. a couple you know like obviously still we still want to tour here and everything we still want to you know play california and Mm -hmm. oregon and washington and kind of work our way sort of around the belt um and everything but like definitely east coast is where it's at and where we yeah i want to really really just want to tour the east and i want to tour the south like that would be looking at our spotify numbers honestly because it shows us where people are listening to and everything Mm -hmm. we're probably going to do better out there because most of our fans are in places like chicago dallas houston atlanta like every Mm -hmm. time we post like hey where do you want to see salt one tour like eight out of ten comments are somewhere in texas yeah really houston dallas yeah el paso dallas uh we've gotten uh texas (laughs) yeah like all over um yeah, text wound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can watch us go Texas. out there and just move out there too. It's uh, cheaper. Something you learn about uh, salt wound yeah. is that you can make any uh, that name, yeah. but absolutely anything. That's all we do. All <laughs> oh yeah, okay, text wound. <laughs> we went on a little three day run with our friends in Dead Things, and we called it the Dead Wound Tour or Mini Tour or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, me and me and Leo from their singer Leonidas. Uh, every time we were like across the room, I'd be like dead wound you're like dead wound <laughs> and the thing is they're like they're like blackened like death core hard mm-hmm. they're like they're if black metal was like modern mm-hmm. and it's so sick their sound is awesome but the fact that spencer did like a whole nathan explosion like dead wound, that is exactly <laughs> him that's <laughs> sick yeah that's sick. Um, one more thing about the EP, and I'll kind of move on from that. But I want to know, like, what are your per- what's your personal favorite song from the EP? Ooh. Mm. crap, that's a hard one because we don't really actually have names to them yet. We kind of just put a bunch of joke names, and then we get lost as to which wait, is the first EP or this coming. This oh no, 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 the the first one. Uh, did oh, one. Okay. one. Sorry. Um, oh, okay. I'd say probably uh, probably Split Lip. Honestly, that's probably my favorite song because that one honestly was probably going to. Uh, that one when we first wrote it was planned to go on this coming EP. Okay. It was supposed to go on volume two because we'd finished writing uh, volume one at that point. We were still in the studio tracking it. And there was a song, because um, technically Assault and Split Lipper are actually two different songs. They're just both on the same track because they're mm-hmm. really fucking short. Um, and there was another song that was on that track with Assault that uh, didn't really sound right like it didn't mm-hmm. really sound like us kind of and I, it was i was in the studio i was right here in the studio and i was uh, i finished tracking the vocals for the whole ep mm-hmm. and i did that song last 
And as soon as I finished writing the vocals, I called Sean. I was like, hey, bro, this song sounds like fucking shit. Can we, uh, can we please replace it? And he's like, what do we replace it with? I'm like, well, we just wrote that new song. I'll fucking drum up some lyrics real quick right here. Like, I have it on my phone. Like, I'll just track it. And so um, I love that one just because of, like, that was the first. Um, I love that one just because I, I, I love how it sounds. Mm-hmm. And I love it also because uh, that's the quickest turnaround I've ever had a song go if that makes sense like yeah, yeah okay it end of april tracked it start of may and had the mix and music video done for it by like the middle of june Sick. so like that was the quickest i've ever churned out a song and and it ended up being like that that track has like fifty thousand streams by itself i think on mm-hmm. spotify so it's like yeah that's really sick yeah <laughs> it is <laughs> yeah i'd have to say well i consider assault and split lip kind of one song because you know they're yeah. on the same track but uh um assault and split lip like together i really love because it just i don't know it's short and sweet and it goes hard mm-hmm. hell so, yeah yeah oh god um it's probably a tie between either hard life or 187 sick yeah 187 yeah, yeah 187 close second close very close yeah. second i don't have anything tied to it was my honestly I, i'd have to say probably 187 is my favorite yeah, one eight seven is like everyone's favorite, and then uh, we wrote a song "Slip," and then like me and Sean really fuck with that song a yeah. little bit more. But one eight seven was actually gonna be like the lead single. Like we were gonna do a music video for that and all this kind of stuff. And then uh, that was June of twenty twenty, and um, we kind of all sat together as a band and said, you know what, we don't want to, we don't want to, we don't want to look like we're trying to monetize off this shit. Like I right. wrote. For 187, like before all that stuff happened, like I still mean everything I say in that song, like 100 fucking percent, like you know, no justice, no peace, 100. percent But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like okay, whatever single we're doing, whatever music video we're doing, there's gonna be a big press push with this shit. We're gonna be running ads on this. We're gonna be marketing it out there. And to us, we all just kind of felt like this is bad taste for us to push this in light of recent events and in light of what's going on like we feel like it's not our place to uh to promote ourselves off that. to gain off of it. right yeah, yeah. yeah. And it just felt like like know? we wanted people to hear the message of that song and understand it mm-hmm. but not um feel like we were kind of just like oh yeah fuck the police because it's the po- it's the popular thing to do right now right. no like, yeah not, like it's trendy or something <laughs> stand behind what we say in that uh song yeah and we just uh we just wanted it to be as a uh like just a powerful song in itself we wanted you to listen Mm -hmm. to it and we didn't want it to um seem like it was you know forced right like you wanted it to be found and because we support that because we support black lives matter and and Mm -hmm. all that stuff that we didn't want to we, we didn't want to, I mean, like, I forget, there was a rapper that I think did, like, a music video, like, at a protest, mm-hmm. and, like, filmed it and everything, and, I mean, like, that was, didn't work out very well for him, I remember, mm-hmm. I remember, like, he got a lot of backlash from that, and, like, understandably, because it's like, dude, like, this isn't about, like, profiting out, this is, like, people right. are fucking dying, like, we should be trying to fix this shit. Yeah. So, um, that was really our kind of decision there and and because of that we like had to pull like an about face like the week before the video and we were like oh shit like we're not doing this <laughs> song <laughs> so uh, uh let's uh let's keep the song on the ep obviously like i said we still stand by it but let's uh do a different track for the music video yeah and that's where kind of assault split lip came from yeah, sick 
yeah, well, this is a banger, so I like, throw it on there, and it ended up like I'm really happy we did that because that that music video has fucking taken off. <laughs> it's short, sweet, to the point. It uh, honestly, that music video fucks. Yeah, it fucks. <laughs> yeah, for sure. To play too, like those. I save my energy at practice so I can throw down the yeah. hardest, literally first. That's there. And then one eight seven because they're like together when we play them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like to ask that because it's like when I see you guys live, I want to know like what what songs are you gonna fucking go hard as fuck on, you know? <laughs> well, I'll go hard start to finish. Oh yeah, for sure. But you yeah. know what I mean. It sucks because uh-huh. uh, we because we replaced the other song, so like Split Lip has actually never been played live. Like, Shit. Live, yeah. Never played that part of that song. Oh live. yeah, that's right. We've never yeah, we've never played Split Lip. Damn, dude. So when that happens, it's gonna be oh, dope. We played Split Lip at our last show, dude. That was oh god, that's so weird. Yeah. So wow. We, uh, uh, bummer. Yeah. So because we wrote it after we wrote it in COVID. So mm-hmm. um, no, that'll definitely, regardless of whatever EP, uh, whatever songs from this new EP get worked into our set and other songs pulled out, that'll definitely be. I mean, it's probably our best single right now as far as like numbers mm-hmm. and everything and how much people like it. So I'm like, that yeah. song will definitely be in the set for sure. Yeah, that's Especially dope. I want to play that fucking song live. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear it live. Breakdown fucking live and just watch. Yeah. Goddamn shit. Loose. <laughs> I can't wait to see I can't wait to see it dude. But um all right, so I want to have a little bit of fun before we start wrapping things up. We're gonna do a Spotify challenge. And I know you guys all don't have Spotify, but if you could pull out your phone, let's talk about what five bands or artists are on repeat at the moment in your phone. I got my PlayStation on right behind me since I'm going through my phone, and luckily I got Spotify on here. So let's see. Okay, cool. I was gonna say if even if you can't pull that up, just tell me like what five bands you've been really fucking with lately. The main ones I have, at least on my recently played, are uh, Blackbird, who's a rapper out of um, Sacramento as well. Which uh, anyone that's like into kind of newer age, like really 808 heavy, like mm-hmm. heavy rap, like you should definitely check him out. Okay, cool. Um, so Blackbird, Distinguisher, honestly, the new Lil Nas X song because that shit fucking hits hard <laughs> Hell yeah. uh, dead crown and uh mugshot nice i'm sorry actually uh distinguisher yeah so distinguisher and mugshot sick yeah um keonashi they shut it out mugshot that was the last podcast i put out yeah i think i saw a clip of that one yeah Kenashi's, yeah mugshot's fucking sick mugshot, yeah i kind of just recently got into them to be honest i know they've been advanced for a minute but i just mm-hmm. heard their uh, couple new singles they dropped off their empty heaven ep and then I listen to the whole thing. I'm like, damn. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm new to them, also. Yeah. So. Like, it fucking hits, honestly. Like, oh yeah. And then they're from, like, them a couple of times with uh, my previous band, and they're Eli's such a cool dude. Mugshot, all of them, they're really, really cool dudes. Like, shouts out to them. Like, mm-hmm. they're yeah. one of the guys that are just, or they're a couple of guys that are working their asses off, and they deserve every bit of love they get. In terms Hell of yeah. like would love to tour with they're up on that list 100 oh, wow. that, that would be insane yeah we should let's go out to the south honestly hit up hit up a uh, hit a mugshot and let's have a salt wound mugshot tour out in the south so you can see us and just like just play to you you fucking be insane would it be a mug wound or salt shot. Uh, Sick. Uh, see that pun shit? It just never gets old. You can do yeah, it. It's fun. Literally anything. <laughs> it's great. All right, what do you guys got? What do you got? Top five. All right. Uh, my top five. Uh, Blackbird. 
as well. Shit. Okay. Dude goes off, dude. Yeah. We got to check him out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to add out. him right now. Putting you on. Um, boundaries, because I got to fucking always have Definitely. boundaries in the mix. Um, where to go? Waste. Waste is a really good band signed to uh, Stay Sick. They, uh, oh, cool. They're pretty cool. Um, listening to a lot of uh there we go oh silence speaks dude bro oh my no. <laughs> they don't have all their music on apple music but um oh, sick. Okay. i can find i listen to and i listen to whatever i can slap on youtube because dude those dudes they yeah. got good music Let's take a second real Shit. quick to shout out to fucking silence speaks. yeah they're please fucking awesome they're so cool they're such nice guys um they are i think if any if there's any band that like as soon as covid's done as soon mm -hmm. as shows come back that we want to hit the road with i think it's silent speaks honestly and if Sick. i honestly think if you like salt wound you will definitely fuck with silent speaks because there's like a lot of uh overlap to our sound that like okay. a lot of the same elements i think that we use they also use mm -hmm. just in kind of a different way and it oh my god it fucks it's so good. <laughs> cool i'm at it i'm adding it right now that's awesome yeah. And they're, Thank they're you. fucking awesome guys too. Nathan, their guitar player, is like I posted a video of Sean writing something that he deleted, of course. Mm -hmm. And Nathan replied, he was like, "Bro, let me hear that shit." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> sorry, Control Z it." Like, oh uh, no. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <finger> slip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Grant Saloon. Grant. Oh, okay. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I've been listening to, I always listen to a lot of classics. I, I told you this in the whole, like, green uh, screen before we did this, uh, like, the little green room. But mm -hmm. uh, I've been, like, Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue. Motley Crue is probably my all-time favorite band. Um, mm -hmm. And then I've been listening to a lot of Kublai Khan lately. Nice. Like, they're, so, like I said in the green room, like, where I play, like, 80s music at work, like, as soon as I lock the doors, Kublai Khan comes on. And yeah, so like, and it's like a whole co open concrete like shop. So like I'm in there, glass windows and like, you know, um, you'll hear like, yo, I'll never. And then I'm instantly just throwing elbows <laughs> to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, dude. Everyone um, has to do that from, from time yeah. to time. Yeah. Uh, Fun. I also listen to a lot of like, electronic but mm -hmm. one of my favorite artists is extra terra and he did like a bunch of like themed music that he released along not with cd project red but um he released a bunch of music to hype himself up along with the hype train of cyberpunk and all of like this entire album is like based off of cyberpunk 2077 and um it's like 80s synth wave dubstepy like electronic stuff it's so cool um and then i've also been kind of diving into i found my old ipod shuffle so oh, i've weird. been diving into uh a lot of asking alexandria lately of all bands oh, yes. the cringe. how would i call it oh the cringe <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, old ipod yeah, shuffle so there's like bands like asking oh, like andrea escape the fate falling in reverse that i've been oh, listening yeah. to and i'm just like whoa damn like this is <laughs> awesome but like i was into this i'm still i still am into this but like 
it's definitely one of those like guilty pleasure things. Yeah. Like not going to go up and be like, hi, I'm Grant. One of my favorite bands is falling in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> no, why not? Though? But you know what I mean? Fuck like, it, right. Yeah, dude. I listen, I listen to everything. Yeah, I'll make you feel a little better, Grant. I think uh, one of my old buddies just posted an old uh, promo pick of, of ours from like our way back in the day high school band. I saw that shit. And I'm, yeah, fuck <laughs> you. And I'm wearing, uh, I'm wearing a leather jacket and an Asking Alexandria tank top. There you go. Oh, bro. I probably got like a. I'm saying. Like, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Dude. So this is before like I le- learned how to actually like cut your hair so it's like layered and uh, looks okay oh, when you like pull it out but like in high school bro i had like this full-on bowl cut i wore like a girl's leather jacket i had like this black <laughs> like t-shirt underneath where like andy six was like this on the t-shirt like it was yeah. all bad man jeez all bad love that for you bro yeah. i love that oh, shit though that's oh, so cool like, i have no shame yeah me too i was there with you like i mean still to this day like I followed Bring Me the Horizon for like a long fucking time. Up oh, until... it's still one of my favorite bands to this oh, day. Oh, yeah. I still listen to him. I practice like every five minutes. Like, like, <laughs> if we're not writing something, he'll just start whipping out alligator blood on the guitar. And I'm like, damn, that's, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's so fast. Yeah. yeah. You how like cool that shit was until you hear it again. And you're like, oh my God. I remember, I remember why I like this. Because this was like fucking nuts at the time. You know? I was like, four Yeah. Damn, this is the heaviest thing I've ever heard. Well, dude, not only that, like, bring me the horizon like i feel is one of those like trend-setting bands that is Mm -hmm. always going to be relevant no matter what they do like they could probably go back and like release like a metalcore song and all their new fans that are like kind of getting into their heavier stuff with their most recent or most recent release would be like oh whoa this is sick they're doing something heavier now versus Mm -hmm. like us who are old school fans like we'd be like oh yeah (laughs) To me, to me, the like the modern version of like Lincoln Park, you know, at that time when they were huge, like they have like kind of taken that place. I feel, yeah, I feel that's a that's a that's a good pedestal to put them on, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I think Bring Me the Horizon, they were my favorite band for a long time, and uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know, they just had such an outstanding sound for their genre, Mm -hmm. and uh, I back then I wasn't a big old fan of the change. But uh, I don't knock it now because, well, one, their music isn't bad, but it's mm-hmm. something I would I would listen to every day just because I prefer the heavies, you know? That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really, really like I thought Ammo was really good. Yeah, it was yeah, really cool. But, uh, yeah, dude, their new shit is, like, super cool. And what they're going yeah. for now is really cool. I so, mean, regardless I of how much a band changes, like, you got to think that, like, they release Separate Eternal and every single metalcore band on the planet. Mm-hmm. Tried to be like, tried yeah. to emulate Cemetery. Dude, it's, definitely. It's like that with Architects and Bring Me the Horizon. Whether yeah. like, Architects being the heavier version of it, so like all the heavier metalcore bands want to be like Architects, and all the bands that are like a little bit on the poppier side want to be be like Bring Me the Horizon. They're, they're that's the so true. Yeah, that's so true. That's valid. Well, anyway, since we're on this topic or whatever, I kind of want to. This is how I wanted to wrap it up anyway. So perfect segue. I wanted to know like what is the main influential bands like on your music that you can just like shout off the top of your head. Ooh. Uh, like for, who, who made you who you are as a musician to date? Oh, like, okay. Um, like for me, it can be both. Like if, if someone, you know, recently has had a huge effect on your music, then, you know, shout them out. 
And Grant, you had something? Yeah, I would probably have to say, like, um, definitely Kublai Khan, definitely I Am. I love that Texas death hardcore style. It's fucking sick. I um, definitely try to, me and Sean were joking about it. Like, he bring, I forget what he said that he brings his uh, to the table, but I bring the stick rock ooga booga. And... Um, <laughs> I bring the chug chug wee wee. <laughs> yeah, chug chug wee wee, and I bring the stick rock booga booga. And um, yeah, a lot of that is that. But I mean, if I'm going on classics, bro, like mm-hmm. I slash Axl Rose, Mick Mars, Nikki Six, uh, James Hetfield, like all those guys, like made me want to be a metal musician. Like mm-hmm. I have never wanted to be any other type of musician because of those guys. Yeah, that's sick. Oh. Say. Mm-hmm historically speaking it'd be bands like slipknot and stuff um mm-hmm. they were kind of one of the first like sort of metal bands that i really got into when i was a kid and it was like it, I, it's not anymore but at the time it was like damn this is so trippy and they're like creepy video vibes and masks <laughs> and like the, like left behind that fucking video like that shit oh dude that, oh, yeah. that nightmare inducing <laughs> black uh, fucking sink water and shit yeah. So weird. <laughs> yeah. Or can we talk about the um can we talk about the wait and bleed the puppet the puppet music yeah, video? Do you guys remember that? <laughs> if you yeah. can't find it on YouTube anymore, but it's still but it was there. Oh um, my god. That that shit was creepy. Yeah. Currently but it was so cool, dude. Like we were all into it. Yeah, currently I say I'm I'm on the same with Grant on like uh Kublacon because I honestly I listen to them like pretty religiously. Like Damn. yeah. I never like, get sick of it. I, I like if I'm like, okay, I've heard, uh, you know, I've listened to uh, Nomad a lot. I'll just pop on their new record or I listen to this a lot. I'll pop on their old EP. Like, I'll just kind of. Like, I, I, I was playing Call of Duty with uh, Spencer the other day and it literally, I, I unlocked this fucking sniper rifle and I was sitting there. I'm like, Spencer, I'm, I'm using this sniper rifle for the next like five games off of name alone. And he's like, what's it called? Boom slang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like crazy. we're all, we're huge Kublai Khan fans in this band. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's really it. cool. Um, you wrapped up. Or? Yeah. I'm, I'm um, for me, it would be yeah, definitely Slipknot. They were. <laughs> it was an unhealthy obsession of mine. I time I would spend on the computer watching Slipknot concert videos, music videos, researching just anything I could to know about them. It was just weird, but uh, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Slipknot definitely got me into heavy music. It was it was my way of getting out of radio music. Mm-hmm. I was like, what can I listen to that's better than this shit? All right, I gotta I gotta ask you because like you're a Slipknot head or whatever. Like I'm not gonna say like I mean I I like them a lot, but like that wasn't like my shit at the time, I guess. But um, I respect the fuck out of them. Needless to say, but um, so Slipknot head does Slipknot get old to you now, or is it always just always fuck to you? Like is it always just um their new shit i don't get down with honestly okay. anything with the gray chapter and on i kind of just act like it doesn't exist i don't like to All think right. that's what slipknot is but uh <laughs> see that's yeah, the shit i need to know yeah there uh anything up until um all hope is gone that mm-hmm. shit will always fuck to me yeah. okay cool i listen to a can i make an argument really quick here go for it <laughs> all hope is gone isn't a new metal album it's a metalcore album yeah Figure that. Tell me I'm wrong. Like uh, the the psychosocial has like a fat breakdown right in the middle. Of That's it. true. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like no, I, I very true. A couple songs off like the great chapter, and like, there's one or two songs off of uns- or I can't remember the name of the album, but the new one they released uh, that I, I I can listen to. 
Mm-hmm. It's definitely, I agree. It's not Slipknot to me. Like I listen okay. to, uh, I actually, I realized kind of a couple weeks ago when Sean and I were driving uh, back to his place after a rehearsal that I realized like, I haven't listened to Slipknot in like a year. Yeah. Like I just same. hadn't listened to them in like a long fucking time. And I was like, dude, let's put on volume three. Let's listen to like Blister Exists. Yeah. Let's listen to Vermillion. <laughs> listen to Wait and Bleed. That's Sick. some nostalgic vibes. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, dude, I remember this fucking, like, I remember this <laughs> going hard. I remember playing Ho- Tony Hawk to this shit. Dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything oh, yeah. that they're saying is how I feel about asking Alexandria to stand up and scream right now because oh, of the same, yeah. comment that I made. <laughs> <laughs> or reckless and relentless dude like i'm out of fuck i mean cringy or not i was more into like uh what you would call screamo or people would be like you listen to that screamo like i listen to more of that side of things like kind of oh, like so the like, more it's like silverstein yeah silverstein oh. one of my favorite bands of all time like oh they're great bro um the emo stuff one of my favorites like to this day like um i love that shit mm-hmm. that's right. sick well, hey, I don't want to take up too much of you guys' time. I think we fucking killed this uh, podcast. And, um, you know, hopefully in the future, I do this thing called Mosh Pit Monday, and we all just get drunk and just talk shit, and there's no agenda. So maybe we can do that because um, you guys are a lot of fun to talk with to. It. Oh, sick. That's what I drink. That's what I, I drink. I haven't even cracked this one. Spencer's girlfriend got this for me for my birthday, and it's like, I'll leave it for that. Sick. One single on that. Um, that first remember that band we're talking about, uh, Kill that we mm-hmm. played our like, very first show with them and Bro Job and Weeping Wound. End of the show, uh, we were all pouring um, Jim Beam down each other's throats in the parking lot, <laughs> and they Literally gave us like, as what? Our, uh, a trophy from our first show that they all like signed and everything. Like everyone on the tour package signed this. So Bro That's Job sick. signed it, Weeping Wound, Kill, uh, Dead Culture. Thought it was another band, but it I, was so I, cool, dude. Everybody on that show was so nice to us, and it was mm-hmm. our first show. We were green, bro. Like, I mean, none of us were green as to how to be there, but like, we were green because this is our first show as a as a new band. Like, yeah, yeah, we're all nervous as hell. Like, we had <clears throat> not on top of that, bro. We kicked out our first bass player right before it too, so we didn't even play with the bass player. We backtracked yeah. bass for that show, so mm-hmm. we were so nervous on how we would look on stage just without a bass player and. They were the nicest crowd, dude. Like, they made honestly, us feel way like, better at the end of the show. Like, after like we got off stage, like, we honestly were not feeling it. Like, we were pretty upset. Really? And they came, yeah, because the the sound just wasn't great, and like we couldn't hear ourselves on stage. We're like, dude, like that probably sounded like fucking garbage. Like, yeah. me and Sean are rewriting songs as we're packing our shit up. Like, bro, we got to change that part. That part fucking sucked. Like, <laughs> we, were, we were upset, and then they come yeah. out and they fucking like gave us alcohol first and then they all hugged us and we're like dude you guys did fucking sick you guys are like that was so awesome like like they were just hyping us up and they yeah. gave us this and we that's sick right not only that time. like i'll <laughs> say that jacob from bro job is one of the funniest people i've ever met in my entire life oh, like yeah. that guy had me dying the entire night um dude yeah. like it was just that that show like even though we had such like a like a downer attitude about our own performance, it turned out to be one of the best shows out of I'd say probably my favorite show that we've played. To be that's real, that's awesome. Hell yeah! Sorry, I know you're gonna wrap up, but I wanted to share. No, that you're good. I wanted to shout out Kill one more time, and that's like yeah. <laughs> no, like, well, we got you. That's perfect. Uh, no, because I recently just found out about Weeping Wound, and like they're fucking sick. So oh yeah, yeah. Hello. Hello. Can't wait to I check out Kill. On repeat in my car. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> well, dude, thanks again. Um, I'm going to wrap it up here. Let's get back to our afternoon. And I know it's probably noon where you guys are at, but dude, thank you guys fucking so much. Any final thoughts, anything you want to tell the viewers, fans, uh, anything you want to say before we head out? Thanks for coming, um, man. Like, yeah. Dude, yeah, dude. Like, thank you. Uh, got more uh, more stuff coming, so definitely keep an eye out. Um, mm-hmm. Keep streaming Volume One. Keep hitting up our merch store. Um, really stoked to show you guys Volume Two and see all the stuff you're working on. So. Yeah, like I thank you for having us, and we are absolutely humbled by like how much we are, you know, getting in our exposure from this. All what we've done beforehand, like. Thank you to everybody that's watching this, to everybody that's, oh, yeah. you know, bought merch, to everybody that's came to our shows or given us the attention that um, we beg for because, you know, <laughs> we're a band. We strive for attention. <laughs> um, like, dude, thank you. Like, honestly, we wouldn't be here without you guys. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. Salt Womb, thanks again. Um, We'll we'll, uh, chit-chat a little bit. I'll stop recording, but uh, that was it, guys. So thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in to another week's episode. Thanks again to the dudes at Salt Wound. You guys are the fucking shit. I love Salt Wound. I love the fucking merch you guys got going on. I'm about to buy some right now. You guys should buy some as well. There's links in the description for anything salt wound related so go check it out and you know what i had a blast i hope you guys had a good time if you made it this far you are the shit okay make sure you hit that like button or follow however you're watching follow that platform make sure you're sharing with anyone that you think would appreciate this it would mean a lot to me and you can support the podcast they are links down below in the description so hey any support given i really do appreciate it i love you guys so much and i hope you guys smash it this week stick around because we are about to play some more salt wound okay it's gonna be the first song i ever heard by them it was that first song on that volume one ep it's called dead weight okay you're gonna like it i'll see you next week Shine on. Shine on. Shine on. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.